Three years after the Louisiana incident, Ethan Winters and his 4-10 wife Mia move to Europe to settle down and have a kid. Chris Redfield finds out about this and since Leon won't continue his family bloodline, seeks out and kidnaps Ethan's daughter and kills his wife. In a failed kidnapping attempt though, the truck they are being transported in is attacked and Ethan, what the hell Winters, ends up in Universal Studios to find his daughter and get answers. Yeah, sure. Hello, and welcome to the Point in Progress Resident Evil Review Discussion. My name is Kustra1A, and I am joined by my hetero life partner, that Mario Rivera. Mario, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing swell. This is a great day. Let's talk about Resident Evil. Hell yeah. Uh, we're also joined by our other co-host, uh, Beard in the Hair, though he's more hair than beard at the moment. Hugh, how are you doing today? I would have, I would have put a little behind the curtains thing. We've done this three times, and every uh, time it fucking hurts. <laughs> you agreed to this. I asked, "Is this intro cool?" You're like, yeah. "Oh, also, yeah, it's not worth it." Yeah, it's not yeah, worth it. True. That, that is the that is the fourth time we've heard that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so enough of the enough of the scripted stuff. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, our first point of uh, conversation with Resident Evil is going to be a spoiler-free impression. So for anybody here who hasn't played uh, any of Resident Evil 8 or 7, and I mean, yeah, we'll talk about 7, but who hasn't played any Resident Evil 8, you kind of just want to get a general impression of what we think about the game, this is going to be that part. So I'm going to start with uh, Harv. What do you think about the game? What would you kind of quantify with a number? You know, what are your general impressions? Quantifying it, I don't know yet, but right now we'll talk about the game itself. I think the game is awesome. I think it's worth it. If you're a Resident Evil fan, I think this is a very good point. Like, I feel like the direction is good. Just like Resident Evil 7, I feel like the front like half, maybe even the front 70% of it is really, really, really good. Like It is probably Resident Evil at its best. Mm-hmm. Especially one of the parts that we're going to talk about. I, th- I think it's just immaculate, in, in my opinion. It starts getting away from from the Resident Evil formula a little bit as you progress through the game. Mainly because when when I think Resident Evil, I think a claustrophobic area where you are stuck inside of a place and trying to run away, right? Mm. As the world kind of opens up a little bit, not like open world or anything, just opens up a little bit. That feeling kind of goes away and it just because everything just becomes a little bit more easier. And playing on hardcore was I think uh, a blessing for me because it really kind of gave you like that that feeling of uh, I don't have that many bullets I don't know what I'm going to do here because I've seen people play it on normal and they have like 90 shotgun bullets or handgun bullets and you're just like well there's no that feeling just not there right but mm-hmm. in my opinion I think this is a solid solid game if I would have to put a score maybe like an eight five. Eight, eight, probably eight, eight, five was probably where I, where I would put it. Yeah, I, I think this is a solid entry when it comes to the Ethan Winter Chronicles. The Ethan Winter Chronicles, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, Mario, give us your thoughts, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, there are some definitely things I do agree with Harv. Um, I think that hardcore is definitely much more of a kick in the ass when it comes to the uh, action department. I will say, though, if you are playing on normal, it's still just as scary (laughs) um, in terms of the parts that matter. So, And for me, which is interesting because now I'm playing through it the second time I'm at the very end, I'm going to fight Miranda. I'm sorry, whoever the person is. Uh, Fuck it, it's Miranda. Uh, um, And uh, basically... 
I'm I I really 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 enjoy a lot what this game has to say and what it's doing in terms of where it is in this world of Resident Evil, in terms of uh, this sort of like evolution of what the last one was. I feel like the series began very similar to where it was very much a love letter to say like Romero zombie movies, but had mm-hmm. like this like interesting thing with like European like structure in terms of like design of like. The, the mansion right but then later then goes into the city and then as the series has gone along has definitely expanded itself past zombies in a lot of aspects and i thought that this was a fun evolution of that especially starting with seven seven being sort of this like glitter witch mixed with like some uh entity like sort of like quarantine mixed in with like like there's so much going on it's like separate from just zombies that i thought Ooh. made seven very interesting and probably the one of the most terrifying experiences I've had. And I will say that I will say seven is actually scarier than eight. Eight is scary, but I think seven is just way more visceral in terms of the, the feelings that you get seven to me or eight to me is actually a love letter to the universal, which is uh, universal uh, studios movies where they had Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman. all the archetypes are actually in this game um, very distinctly. And I'll talk about that during the spoiler discussion, but I, I think overall, I enjoyed the game for what it was, which just felt like a theme park ride, uh, going from one place, one theme park to the next. Um, but I still think that overall, I think the game in terms of its of, of being a scary game, I think I still give that the seven. But yeah, I still really, really enjoy this game. Um, either uh, minus some of my critiques about the main character, but other than that, that's generally how I feel. Yeah. No. Uh, in terms of me, I absolutely love this game. Uh, it's not very often that you get a Resident Evil game. And it's always interesting to see how they innovate from their last title to the next one in terms of just... They they kind of invented the wheel. I know there was games before um, Resident Evil, games like Clock Tower, games like uh, some on the NES, if I remember correctly. But Resident Evil kind of cemented the survival horror genre that it's here and it's here to stay. And it's very interesting to see just how they innovate with that uh, with their games throughout that... Uh, the, the series um eight feels very different it feels kind of like it, in the way resident evil 7 kind of felt different where it felt like they were kind of going for a more survival horror thing um in terms of like uh outlast or sorry excuse me i got something about oh no it's turning yeah, into like the a, molded the mango pepsi <laughs> yeah yeah sponsorship <laughs> by mango pepsi no my mouth is getting dry here um, what was I saying? Yeah. So, like, in terms of like the rest of the game, it feels very much like a more like an Outlast, sure, and stuff like that, and Amnesia. And the, you can tell Capcom kind of looked at more of other people's works and kind of said, "Hey, this is what the people in the survival horror genre want." Right? They want to see scary things. Resident Evil at the time was kind of devolving into this more like action-packed thing. So, when it came to eight, I was just like, man this feels like a survival horror game. And throughout the game, I mean, even though some parts aren't really that scary, some parts are very like hit and miss when it comes to that category, there is a definite amount of love and care into certain parts uh, that will actually scare the living shit out of you. I mean, I play games like Outlast for fun, and there are parts of this game where I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of breezing through this right now because I don't want to deal with it. Um, And in terms of like stuff like gunplay and everything like that, it's, it's... it feels good. 
uh, to the point where I kind of want to see Capcom maybe do a Call of Duty-like game in the future. Um, but yeah, that's like, my kind of yeah. small the, two cents there. The gameplay is like really, really good. They, I think they nailed the shooting mechanics. I think they nailed the puzzles for the like for the most part. I think the puzzles mm-hmm. were really, really good, especially on some of the parts. <clears throat> and you, when Mario said like evolving from zombies, I I like the zombies. I miss the zombies. But the thing that brought it back for me was like the little minion monsters that you face. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, on like when you're co- going from the second area and you're going back to like the village area and you just see they just drop out of trees and stuff like that. That reminded me of old zombies. Like those guys reminded me of the old zombies just kind of getting past kind of type thing. And I was like, okay, I, I can work with that because like there's a lot of other enemies in there, like a little different boss types, a lot of different enemies and stuff like that. But I'm glad they kept like that little core thing because it kind of reminded me of the old school zombies. Yeah. That would just be and, lurking around. And how those characters like evolve throughout the story too, once you get to Heisenberg, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then yeah. just to just to close out what I thought, um the game feels the game has the Resident Evil feel, but they've somehow put it into a very solid FPS as well. And not a lot of games can say they can do that. Like keep the survival horror feel, but also be an FPS, because at some point most FPS survival horror games you just become op and you're just taking everything down where this it's even towards the later game it still feels like some of these enemies are actually hard to take down uh, well because you're always scared you're always scared always scared because scared, like you, and... you don't have that much heals right mm-hmm. and like if something hits you your half your health is gone anyways so like you have to be still very vigilant on how you yeah go through the areas and you don't yeah. know what's ahead of you and you don't know what you're going to trigger and you don't know that yes. like it's a that constantly drives me nuts when I was playing the yeah. game. And people give people give shit to Resident Evil for going in this direction because um, they're like, "Where's the zombies and stuff like that?" I think the idea that when you see a zombie, right, in Resident Evil, you see a liquor, you kind of have an idea where that where that starts and where it ends. And when you see the monsters in Resident Evil Eight, you know anything's fucking possible at this point <laughs> like you do not know what kind of monster you're getting next and we'll talk about that obviously with more of the spoiler stuff because there's one monster in particular i'm like what the fuck dude why why is this so- why is this in the game <laughs> but um yeah we all liked it if i could give it a number i'm gonna go with harv here i'm gonna get an 8.5 out of 10 i think i think there's some parts of it that are not perfect but i absolutely still adore every second of this game yeah, I, the biggest, the, honestly, the biggest problem I had in the game was the first thirty minutes of it. I hated oh, yeah. the first thirty That's, minutes of this game. Mm-hmm. Like That's at the, the point, I was like, about. "This is just stupid." And then once it started getting into everything, I was like, "Okay, I can forget about." The, I, I like by the end of the game, I forgot about the first thirty minutes. So, yeah, it's stressful. The yeah, first thirty minutes yeah. are very stressful. That's 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 my that's my recommendation. Don't skip the first thirty minutes if you can. Uh, yeah, yeah or try to try to uh, get behind a door, aim at a hole, and then just feed it. Was oh, really and There's just a feed way it. To cheese it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. if you have unlimited ammo, of course you can. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, for uh, sure. All right, let's move into the nitty gritty. So, if you have not played Resident Evil, 8, you do not want to hear anything about what happens in the story. Uh, we've already bleeped out what Mario said earlier. Yeah, yeah, I bleeped it out. Uh, Please do not watch the rest of this video or watch the rest of this until you have completed Resident Evil 8 and you actually want to hear what we have to say. But if you are here, I'm going to assume that you don't care or you've already finished Resident Evil 8. So, uh, guys, 
first and foremost, we're going to kind of talk about the story. Um, I think a good first topic of uh, discussion, at least for right now, is how we how Resident Evil's kind of changed from its zombie roots, right? Um, because this game is wildly different from that, and a lot of people are really confused because people think Resident Evil, you think zombie game, right? You think zombies and maybe a little bio mutant stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it, where's where's the where's the where's the the what, what is? Agent T or not Agent T? Like, what's the virus? What's the big virus? T virus. It's the T virus, and there's also a different virus that C brings virus? all the fake. Yeah, like where's the yeah. G virus looking person in this? Game, yeah, right? where's the Mister like every... X? Yeah, there's always all... like either Nemesis or yeah. Mister well, X. Well, there, there is, like there is yeah. in the game. It's just different, you know. Like, yeah, yeah it's just yeah, different. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. But like yeah. when people when people see this game right now, they see hot, tall vampire lady. Yeah, they do. Uh, werewolves uh, and like black lagoon monsters, <laughs> and yes. this looks wildly different from any other normal Resident Evil game, which. Even with seven, they did the same thing. Um, yeah, they did. I'm yeah. going to start with Mario on this. Mario, what do you? How do you think? How do you feel about the change Resident Evil's kind of made from those roots, and kind of still, maybe even talk about how um, it still kind of retained them in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I think it, even though the series began with as a zombie, you know, sort of survival game, we all it always began. It always had something to do with science. It always had something to do with some sort of virus or some sort of thing that caused the thing to happen, right? And I think mm -hmm. this game stayed true to that, especially by the time that you get towards the end and you start finally unfearing, why the hell is this happening at all? And it ties back to, the, AKA the old original dude Spencer himself, uh, which is fantastic. And so, yeah, it, it's all connected in that way. Uh, that was that was mind blowing to me at the end when you're <laughs> so, when you're in that basement area. Yeah, yeah. And like one thing was kind of crazy is when you read the notes there and it told you what was wrong with all four of them. Yes. And why they had the abilities, mm -hmm. and then seeing the umbrella logo on like the wall, mm -hmm. and it just like and then sees like it's yeah from Spencer. That's where like, oh that's where the God. logo came from. From uh, yes. why Spencer oh, used it. The, yeah. In the Spencer okay. estate. The fact the fact that. There is a part in the middle of the game where you're running through a gauntlet uh, from Heisenberg, and it's awesome, by the way. I was like, I love that scene uh, where there is like a, uh, a roof of spikes is coming down. And I'm like, huh, that seems very familiar. And of course, I immediately thought as like, oh, that, it, you know, that definitely is coming from uh, Resident Evil 1, right? It's something that he clearly took. And applied it to his own, you know, real estate, and you know, because he must have been really infatuated with this place. I mm -hmm. thought that was genius. I thought the fact that that's how they were able to tie it in and sort of make this the progenitor to the progenitor virus <laughs> in some yeah. aspects, um, even though they are separate, which is cool. I do like that they are still separate things. It looks like, um, but at the same time, they are still intrinsically tied. Um, but yeah, in terms of the roots, yeah, that's where I like that the connection is still there. Like, even though we have werewolves, vampire ladies. Uh, you know, Black Lagoon person, someone who's basically a Frankenstein uh, character that's creating these like Frankenstein monsters. These are all intrinsically tied to science and mm -hmm. how they're explained. Very much in the similar to a movie that I watched. It's, it's, man, this this 
this game is so intrinsically tied to not only the Universal movies, but it's also intrinsically tied to two other movies. One is called uh, Transylvania 65,000, which is literally just a parody of Transylvania films about explaining why like the Wolfman has hair because he has a, a disease that makes him grow hair. That's why he's, he's covered in like, yeah. stuff like that. Or like, you know, she needs blood because she's anemic or whatever it ends up being. Like It's just yeah. super jokey and hilarious, um, but also tied to another film called um, Nothing But Trouble starring Dan Aykroyd and... and uh, Chevy Chase where it's very much a haunted house that has all these like weird collected characters and you're trying to escape like it's all it's all these things and I think that's what made the game so much fun and live in that world because it had that veneer of the universal like everything's sort of blue gray for the most part mm-hmm. you know like it just felt like you're in a Transylvanian world there's the hag that is like the you know the lady that you talk to that is you know we find out later who that person is um, but yeah I I, 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 I think that the connections to the roots of zombies is while in certain places, I still think that the root of RE entirely is in this game. Mm-hmm. And I, and I definitely agree with a lot of that. Yeah. Um, especially the whole castle thing. Oh like, yeah. Uh, Spencer being, Spencer being like part of the being within that world. It's very reminiscent to like Resident Evil one where you think, Oh, why would somebody have all these weird contraptions and stuff like that on these for these doors? And why do we have spikes coming down from the ceilings? And it's like, Oh, he might've, he might've stole it off of uh <laughs> castle Demetresque or even like Heisenberg's creations. Like that's yeah. insane to think like there's some roots to the madness. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, 100%. Did he, did he actually have something to do with also the, the police station? I'm trying to remember. Um, I believe that was a Wesker thing. He was, yeah, I think he was just training soldiers to, so that he had like the really good people to like experiment on these, uh, on these BOWs to see if they can take. Yeah. Oh, know, I meant in terms of the architecture of the, of the, the, the actual uh, building itself. Oh, cause it if has. I remember correctly. Isn't the, isn't the police station just like a, uh, a re restructured museum or something. I like think that? so. Yeah. What, in two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The, the police station was. It, it was a museum. Yeah. They turned into a, uh, a yeah. police station. That's Got why it. a lot of there's a lot of art and a lot of statues mm. and stuff there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 That's but that's the thing. Like that's that's what I liked about this game a lot is because the especially Lady Demetresque's uh, mansion reminded me so much of the mansion in Resident Evil One and the police station in Resident Evil Two. You put that those two things together, and that that's her entire area. It's like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, she is your she is your Mister X. She is your uh, nemesis in this game. Yeah, for the for, yeah. the, for the most part, um, which is great because that's what everybody wanted. Everyone wanted to be chased by the big tall vampire lady, and you got it. <laughs> you got, you uh, got what you wanted. Yes, you have. But yeah, I I do agree. Like, there's so many good connections within this, and I and I feel. Even Harv said it earlier with some of the monster types, like it still retains that feeling of zombies coming at you. They just look a little bit different. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it still is Resident Evil because it's just a virus. You know what I mean? There's still a veil to be like, you know, shown off and you'll see what's really kind of going on. But it's the fun of why the hell do we have werewolves and tall vampire ladies and weird yeah. black lagoon monsters and, like, until you get ghouls. To that part. That's the fun of it. Ghouls yeah, in the basement. Yeah. Uh, that that's, jump at you in, yeah. in blood, uh, yeah, and blood, yeah. yeah. And that's maidens. also kind of <laughs> always been the root of Resident Evil when you think about it, because it's always been like you go in, you don't know what the fuck is going on, 
and then you're slowly un- unraveling what is going on. Yeah. And that this game still holds true to that idea as well. Yeah. I think it does yeah, it too late in the game, but still, I agree with you. Especially mm-hmm. when you start looking at notes and stuff like that, right? There's things all over the... If it's not, if it's got nothing to do with how to solve a puzzle, it's always something to do with the lore that's happening either in the castle or in the 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 house but Bene, I forgot what the name Benevenito? was. Yeah, Benevenito house or in like, you know, wherever you're going, right? Yeah, Heisenberg or Monroe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess we already talked about the other talking part, which is basically the connection to other Resident Evil games. This is kind of we don't really know, still don't know where in the universe this takes place. Well, I guess we do. We know the year. Post, it's, yeah, well, it's it's, it's, it's post five present. at least. It's present. Yeah, it's right? the most present story as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, it's the most yeah. present story. Yeah. Well, like until the Resident end. Evil Seven was based in 2017. <laughs> until the end, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which when does that take place? Uh, well, we can talk right, about that. Obviously, yeah. 16, well, 15, 16 years, I guess. It's got to be like 15 years. Unless like she ages faster, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, it's still kind of in its own smaller little like. We know kind of where it is, but we don't know how long time has been and stuff like that. It's just kind of weird. Um. But uh, first question I got for you guys here. Um, let's talk about the protagonist really quick. I know oh boy, we have some. I know part. we have some beef. I know we have some words. Ethan Winters. Ethan, what the hell, Winters? Uh, the special why, one. Why does this keep happening we, to me? Why is he so confused this entire game? You think at some point he would at least kind of go, okay, you know what? I should. I, I don't know why, but I expect this shit I, at this. I've point. I've been reading. I've been reading notes. There's notes everywhere, yeah. but why am I so confused? Ninety percent of the time, it happens He's so just like late. A programmer or something. It happens so late in the game that he does do that. He finally does have a tournament. It only takes place during Heisenberg's, really, and I just feel like that is just too far in. Like you had to have something at least after the first castle. After the first castle, you were like not dealing with people shit, especially since the second thing you deal with is fucking terrifying as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. he, at certain point, he, he like he had to grow a backbone, and he never does until finally like Heisenberg is the one aspect that he's like I'm gonna talk shit and I'm gonna continuously talk See, shit. Throughout this the rest is of that. this is where I have the problem with Ethan Winters. Is that there's no character growth. The character doesn't sit down and like talk to like I just went through a tra- like I just went through something that was very traumatic, especially through like a how or like like uh, Benvenito's house, which was fucked up. Yeah, like that was straight up fucked up. I can't wait to talk about that because that was the, like oh man, I can't wait. But like yeah, you just went through some sort of crazy shit, especially even Lady Demetrius's house or a mansion. Yeah, he fought a dragon. <laughs> yeah and he just gets up and he's like all right where do i put this key like what the fuck dude what the hell just happened what like, literally what just happened you should be an expert at but this I, at this point <laughs> yeah yeah you should be an expert i i get like once he talked to the duke and that's when he starts having like a like a meltdown a little bit that but, like, is, i yeah. feel like that should have happened a little bit beforehand like what the fuck did i just see and then yeah. and then actually like end cap it with that little little meltdown that he had at, but at the, that even like knowing that his daughter is like her head is there he's like oh my god so they get all right where are we going now where are we going now <laughs> yeah so i will say that is probably the only scene because after playing it a second time it's the only scene to me that like is very affecting because i would react in the same way that he's reacting like what are you talking about i'm holding yeah. that uh, by the way uh 
your daughter, by the way, that's taken by this creature, uh, she's split in half. Oh yeah, that you so never good. see, but it's she's in flasks. She's split in four. Yeah, she's, she's split, split in four. In four yeah. And which is so violating. And uh, <laughs> she, you, mm-hmm. you, 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 you find her head in a jar, and then you fucking have a breakdown for a second of like, what the hell? And the Duke's like, you don't she's see the fine. head. Like that, you don't because like, you can't see anything see inside the, the jar, but you, you know what you, it is. Yeah, all you see is, yeah, all you see is the name and the, yeah. Yeah, you see what it is. Is there's a picture of it, but other than that, that's it. Um, but yeah, that part is probably the only thing where I'm like, that to me, it should be the moment of him breaking to like, I'm done. I'm getting. I'm. I'm going all full on Ash Williams on these motherfuckers. Um, But other than that, I just think that, yeah, what the fuck? Well, you know, why? What the hell? The the thing that he says constantly, um, there's a great part where there, you you finally meet people. There's actual, actual villagers in the game and it's on fire. And she just, this lady is, she falls to her death. And I swear to God, I could have swore. He said, why does this keep happening to me? That girl just died. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I remember about? that because he was, he was yeah. in the windowsill yeah. about to leave. And he's like, he's why like, does this keep happening like, to me? Why does this like, keep happening to me? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> people just got massacred by a werewolf. Plus, <laughs> I don't think this he lady says me, died into the I fire. swear he just says, why does this keep happening? Still. <laughs> I, 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 maybe it, it, well, it... It's just weird. It was just weird. It just, you know, it just came melodramatic. And, and honestly, that's that's a small part of the bigger hole because overall, the game as a function is still good. As much as he is a cipher. And clearly, he is a cipher. He literally is nobody. He is a mm-hmm. creature, apparently. And if that's their way of, like, describing, like, the way to get away with not having any character information or character detail, like, he is not a Leon. He is not a Chris Redfield. Even if Chris yeah. Redfield is the toast of toast of protagonists, he still fucking has some personality to him. Even in this game, this is actually the most I've ever liked Chris ever, which is weird because he's not in the fucking game for like a well, long part Chris of it. Chris is great. What? Chris is great in this game. Like he is he's awesome. Great in, like in the fact that I felt I felt his pain. Um and I felt cool when I was in his first person mode. But yeah, this is the the closest thing to that. Can we talk about uh the beginning though, and how did you feel? You said you said you guys hated the you hated the the fight of like everyone rushing you, right? Which is the oh most God, I hated it. Which so is the much. most re four of the game, in my opinion. Then of course the cash system for the most part. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a very it, the problem with the intro is that it doesn't do enough to get you ready for that. Which is no, just like re four, like it doesn't do that either. But re four at least gives you enough to do it. Sure. Um. In the sense of like, if you go through one of the houses in RE4, you can bear or you can bar things up. Mm-hmm. You got a shotgun in one of the rooms. You can go around. There's grenades. There's ammo. There's healing. All this other shit, right? Yeah. And in that initial village fight, you literally just have the dinkiest fucking pistol that takes like 15 shots to take out one one uh, yeah. werewolf in like the most claustrophobic little areas oh, where there's like there's no way shotgun. to like move around or juke around. Yeah. And they're fast as shit. Yeah, they're it's fast. Like, the fuck like is if, this? If there are normal zombies, I'm fine with it, right? Because then you yeah. can actually juke around them and you can actually do something, right? Yeah. These guys are like full on, like fucking sparrowing down yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, the towards you, and it's just like I don't know what. Like I, I sat there for like a good 20 minutes. I don't, I don't know what to do. I kept yeah. on running around, and then finally somebody was I was streaming. Somebody in the chat uh, told me, crap, like crafty. What about one of my people in the stream? She told me she's like, you have to uh, just wait, just wait it out. 
Yeah. I was like, is it how just do waiting? I know that you I You have waiting. to kill a certain yeah, amount. Wait. You have to wait or you have to kill a certain amount because at a certain point so, they start shooting fire arrows. I did it. And you hear the big guy because they grab you at um, one point and then they throw you at one point. Yeah, they do I, do that. Yeah. I did an experiment where I was just running around the map and nothing happened. And I was that's, like, that's, uh, I ran around the map for like 20 minutes, like legit. And nothing it is, happened. It is, it if is you, legit, you have to activate like 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we been running around. I thought as it was in, like, kill base because I killed a bunch of them and then it unlocked. Like I had to be at a certain you, spot. You had to like, have, you have to be by the river. Yeah. And I killed a bunch of them by the river and that's where it triggered. Like I blew up the barrel, ran forward and then it triggered. Yeah, I think I killed well, I guess it might be different cuz in easy it was kind of not as bad, but in terms of doing hardcore which was pissing me off. Yeah, that definitely was it. I did had to kill quite a few of them because eventually all I was OP because I had an unlimited ammo pistol and basically a, a werewolf just comes in, grabs you and all of a sudden you're outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in a building, they have a way to Yeah, they, they have a way to get it done. I, so when I did it, I didn't kill any of them. And it took 25 minutes, I think, the entire thing. Okay. Uh, just me running around in a circle. Like, I just kited for, for like 20 minutes. I was like, this is boring. This is stupid. I don't, I don't like this. Is, yeah, it's not what, fun. Yeah. No. It's not fun at all. Yeah, I, I definitely don't give you enough for, for it. Yeah. I see what they were going for. But, like, if it was just cut down by, like, five minutes. Like, if it was just, like, five minutes of you running around. Yeah. And like they grab you, be like, oh, okay, I understand this. This is this not this is cool. I thought that but if like, you died, you would just it yeah. would just go to the end, right? But no, yeah, I was no, about to say they, died, they, you died. no, no, you died. I, I I was just about yeah. to say that if they if they had programmed it to where even if you failed, mm-hmm. maybe you get a different cutscene if you if you lived, but if yeah. you fail, then it should just play the normal cutscene. Like yeah. it, you basically fail yeah. in the cutscene anyway. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And also, starting over every time is like, well, I got to do another 15 minutes of me just fucking running around like a crazy person trying exactly. to kite them. Is it also just me that they never uh, lived up to the promise of a lichen on a fucking horse later in the game? Yes. I was so confused. I was like, that guy knows how to ride a. Wait, it's riding a horse? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I even said it. I was like, these guys don't know how to ride a horse? And we're going to see horse were- werewolves? I was and down. We never saw another. We never I was saw one. Totally ever down for it. Though. I was like, I hope that werewolf like jumps off and like lands on me or some shit. Like, oh, my God. Cool. It reminds me of like Caesar from Planet of the Apes, dude. Like, let's, let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, w- I wanted to bring up to you guys. Uh, so, what do we think of like, now that we've kind of got the, the initial village stuff done? Yeah. Um, the houses. I want to talk about the houses. Sure. What, do you, what house do you want to start with? Okay. Let's, let's, let's do, do this. Let's do like their rankings and then talk about them. Okay. Houses. Okay. Uh, well, rankings for, for yeah, because yeah. the, the way the game is structured, it's very much you have the initial, you get in there, you get to like the first castle, and then you realize it's basically like four sections of this big giant map, right? That's where the game yeah. kind of opens up. And each castle has its own unique kind of uh, gameplay, unique kind of like way to fight the boss or way to fight the, uh, the enemies that are within it. And yeah they're i personally think they're all really really well crafted but we're gonna start with harv harv what do you you said you wanted to rank them and talk about them individually or yeah so for me the worst one out of all of them would have to be the monroe one because i feel like there was not really much to it it was really just kind of not get eaten by him really that's that's like that's really it and then once you get down to him, you just shoot him. Like then the boss fight starts. Just fucking get him down. That's yeah, it. Yeah, you just yeah, you just shoot him. Um, I'm trying to remember what the third one was. 
So you was, have uh, House, Lady House Demetrius' castle. Yeah. You have Heisenberg. You Heisenberg, have okay, yeah. Bene, Heisenberg's Bene, Benevito. Benevito. Yeah, Heisenberg's has got to be number three for me because I liked the the aesthetic of it. The enemies were kind of cool, but I think it lost its touch after a while. Like it lost its cool factor because I think it went on for a little bit too long, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number two is uh, Lady Demetrius's. Like this is this is like the the difference between three and two is massive for me, massive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two is Lady Demetrius. Uh, a mansion. It is. It is fucking amazing. Like the way that it is laid out, the puzzles that they put into the game, and then her chasing you with the three sisters and her as three sisters as mini bosses as well. Mini bosses, not very well done, but like it is what it is, right? They're just they're just checkpoints, really. Mm-hmm. But man, it was like that. That place was awesome. It reminded me so much of like what I said before of. Um, the mansion and the and the police station and yeah the the puzzles were done so well so well in there and then number one is uh uh benevito's house like that that's an escape room give me an escape room that's all i wanted yeah just give me an escape room that i have to figure out the puzzles that are inside the room already you just have to find the pieces that's Mm -hmm. it and I loved that moment. I loved they took everything away. You have no guns, nothing. You just have to figure out where everything is, put everything in its place. And then a fucking big-ass fetus is chasing you the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's the like, we were talking about earlier. Like, There's fetuses yeah, in the game. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, oh that, my that, God. I was genuinely terrified for like 80% of that, that being in that, in that house. That's how good they fucking nailed that. Because yeah. it reminds me of Resident Evil 7. With uh, Jack, is it Jack? Which one? Uh, like, what's the situation? He, no, sorry, oh, Jack it's, Baker, it's the, the nephew, the nephew. Oh, oh Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Yeah, with his little escape room that you have to do. Oh, got it. To yes, get, I to was going to mention that too. Yeah. It's very similar. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. reminiscent of that. Very reminiscent. Yeah, they took actually. that what they learned there, and then they threw it into a, a full fledged area for this game. And yeah, that 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 was my favorite part. I I enjoyed it, and I hate fucking dolls, so that terrified me. Anyways, <laughs> at the end, where you have to chase her down, and there's just laughing dolls everywhere, and it's like, no, no. Oh, I have a question for both of you, really quick, before we move on to what Mario yeah. thought about the houses. Um, what scared you more about uh, Benavidez, like, uh, castle? The fact that, like, in that scene, you have a fetus kind of moving around. Actually, I think at this point, you don't even know the fetus is around yet. But on the table, there's no mannequin anymore. So you have the potential of like a fucking live mannequin kind of yeah. just t- stalking you. You know what I mean? That scared the shit out of me. Like the the fetus, I can kind of like I look at it once and I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. But uh, the fact that like there might be a walking, weird, creepy looking mannequin in this dark black and red room, like just kind of like mine. Like oh fuck, man, <laughs> I'm not especially, ready for this. Especially if it had like that kind of like jerky movement as yeah. well. Oh, that like oh, it just oh, it just needed to do the games like. Uh, Condemned 2 does this where they have a uh, mannequin thing kind of move around and shit. It's so creepy. It just needed to do a Five Nights of Freddy to sort of like peek around the corner oh. for the camera and I would have been done. That would have been... Oh, no, I would have been... That would have been, been not cool. Start up A up... Start up A up B. Um, 
but uh mario what do you what what do you think of the houses what what's your ranking here yeah i think all of them are very fun in their own different ways only because like i said how to me intrinsically tied they are to universal studios or universal uh monster movies but i think uh, if if we're gonna do the circle ranking where we're gonna go from the bottom top uh to me heisenberg is at the bottom while as much as i like the idea of sort of this man who's creating this army of Frankenstein monsters with uh, industrial parts, it seems. Um, and obviously him being sort of like a freak of science. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, th- I just think that that was uh, really cool, but it does overwhelm. It does. It, it goes too far in certain aspects. I do like that as a return to horror in and in a big, and not return to horror, return into an open area that you have to explore and find the puzzles because you, you kind of lose that after leaving um, Benavito and Monroe uh, together. Like it's a traditional Resident Evil versus like horror, horror, like puzzle room and action set piece. Right. So I like that, that, but that, to me, it's still like the weakest part. I actually don't enjoy it um, in comparison to everything else. Um, same thing with Harv. I'm going to also go with then the action side piece with Monroe. I just think that while I love the idea of this creature of the Black Lagoon being this sort of moronic, like baby man person, like he's really he's really uh, fun in that aspect, and I love that he has to turn into this gross grotesque thing because you need a gross grotesque thing in, in Resident Evil. Um, mm-hmm. At least one. At least one. Yeah. There's a few here, but but that one specifically, I'm like, okay, it makes sense, you know, for him to do what he does. Um, but again, like you're saying, it's very much like a wait, all right, go figure out the puzzle. The puzzle's not hard. I will say, I know that you said that the puzzles were good. A lot of the puzzles are there are good ones. There are some that are just like, all right, fine. I can just it just to stop me from progressing forward. Um, so for me, he's third. Uh, f- second, this is where I swap with you. Benavito okay. goes second. Because it is, while it is scary, it definitely, to me, because I loved traditional Resident Evil, that's the only reason why Demetrius gets the leg up, is because it is traditional. It is, you're in a mansion. You're is, you are exploring and unlocking doors. Um, You're finding puzzle pieces and putting in places and things are sinking into the ground. And like, all those stuff, like you're falling through a hole and it leads you to an area and you have to find your way back up and there's a dumb waiter. Like, all that stuff I think is beautiful especially when you get to the wine cellar and you just are hearing dripping and things that are falling in the water like what is that and then you see the puddle ripple and then you know they're gonna bust out and scare the shit out of you um that was all so much fun when you first see the maidens for the first time the way that they come at you it looks so cool because it's just dark and they're like a period the only way you see them is with your with your uh with your flashlight and that the the sort of start peering in which is really cool and then there's a bunch of them um that is a lot of fun um that's why I think that Lady German Chess is number one because it's just so iconically Resident Evil. And by the time I left it, I did feel a little sad about that because I wanted more of it because every, I want the big uh, vampire lady as much as everybody else. Um, but I, I thought that that was like, to me, it was like, oh, that's, that is Resident Evil. Now we're going on to a whole nother direction, and I think that's okay. Um, we didn't even obviously talk about Miranda because she's not really a house, but... She's more just She's a boss fight. Like a, just a final yeah. boss thing that we kind of yeah. just deal with at the end. But yeah. Um, but that's that's where I'm at when it comes to those houses. Uh, Beautiful okay, vampire lady. Uh, somebody joined the Discord. Um, How's V? Oh, oh. Hey, okay. what's up, V? Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's gone now. Yeah, She's gone now. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, if I could, on my rankings here, just to be quick on this part, 
Um, no need to be quick. I'm going to go for Monroe. Okay. Um, I really didn't like the chase parts of Monroe. Sure. I thought it was, I, I really do like kind of like the idea of more, bo- like the boat section where you're like on a boat and you're like had a thing because it's very Resident Evil 4 again. But the whole like hit a lever, this thing comes up, run over to this, then hit this lever. It's, it's it was it was boring. It was dumb. It was yeah, more trial yeah. and error than anything, and it was cheap. It was honestly kind of cheap. Um, and I a lot of these bosses I had to fight twice, right? Because on hardcore, which was a fucking nightmare, because you would miss these treasures if sometimes you didn't grab it. Like yeah. after Monroe, there's like a section that opens up and gives you the magnum, and I'm like, where the fuck is this magnum? Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Monroe for number four. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with uh, Castle Demetresque. Um, really? I, I know people really like Castle Demetresque for it being Resident Evil, and I agree, it is very Resident Evil. But it, it's very scripted, and I don't like that. Where it's like there's very predetermined areas where there are enemies, and then you have a roaming enemy like Lady De- uh, Demetresque who moves around. It would have been more fun if Lady Demetresque was actually interesting as she moved around, but other than berating you, she really doesn't do much. Uh, her attack is really easy to block. Yeah. She's really easy to get away from. Uh, and she gets stuck on a lot of the geometry in the game. And her and the, I've her noticed and that. the sisters do I've that. I've noticed that. Yeah, she gets really stuck on a lot of things. And I'm like, okay, lady, you're like 10 feet tall. Just walk over the fucking table. Like... Your your knees don't your your ankles don't your ankles clear the table. Come on, but no, she she gets blocked on like everything. The sisters are probably the only interesting part I thought of like like what that castle was. And given I really still like the castle a lot, I know I'm saying things like you know I don't really I, I found problems with it, but it's the like I don't know it's too scripted for me to to feel like kind of like Resident Evil Two where you had Mister X kind of follow you almost everywhere except for like very certain areas. Um, one thing, one thing I want to say about the the thing because I I agree with you on a lot of your your your, your points. One thing I will say is like once you kill all like the like the zombies that are around the castle, none spawn back again. No, mm-hmm. like none of them come back. So I'm just running around this place freely, not worried about anything, as I'm just trying to get the loot from here, trying mm-hmm. to hit the crystals from this room trying to pick up whatever i can like this is i'm like leisurely doing this like oh i can look at the map it's fine i can just do this so i feel like they might have missed the mark on that one so at least like respawn zombies here and there or something and like give them like low drop rates of shit like just they only drop money and that's it kind of type thing and if demetresca is actually kind of like speedy i would probably be a little bit more scared but she's like she i know she's supposed to be very regal but at the same time Mm -hmm. it's just like Ethan, even at his like lowest speed before upgrades, can still run way past you and get like really far away. Like the sisters were really cool, or the daughters, I mean, were really cool. Yeah, because they would kind of just appear out of nowhere, and that's what was scary as shit. Because I'll be running down a hallway, and then you see the flies, and you're like, okay, going the other way now. Um, whereas when you see Lady Demetrius come through a door, you're like, okay, I'm gonna walk over to this this table. You're not going to be able to go across it. And I'm just going to go into a big circle. And that's the thing about like stuff like the castles and stuff like that. It's all generally just a giant circle. Because if you don't have a giant circle, you're going to get cornered. And if you get cornered, then you're not going to you're going to win against a, a roaming AI like that. Yeah. So it's it's very it feels very scripted to me, and that's why it's kind of more number three to me. But I do appreciate the early Resident Evil feel that they uh, that they brought in. It definitely it definitely feels better as more of a story point than a gameplay point for me. Um. 
And then number two for me is definitely going to be Heisenberg's uh, lair. I really like Heisenberg's lair. Um, it's built on this constant unknowing atmosphere where you're going to have enemies randomly just show up in front of you and they're very hard to kill. Like, you have to be very precise, and even if you're precise, they might not flinch. And they're constantly just, like, slowly, like, robot moving over to you. And it would feel less scary, obviously, if they were just robots, but they have faces. You know what I mean? You could see, like, the, 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 the people under it. And it's so creepy, and you just see them, like, they're mindless zombies with, like, upgraded abilities. They're basically mini-tyrants. <laughs> and... It, they even move like tyrants, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's totally, totally up my alley. And having these more square kind of, like, long catwalks where you have these things constantly moving towards you and then the lighting, the way they do it is, like, you could see them, but, like, there's, like, darker parts of them that you have no idea if that's a body or a body part. And you can't get close to them because guess what? They will beat the shit out of you. Uh, and then the progression between, like, the first one you see and you get a, you get a note. And it says, like, these are the upgrades I've done to the to the Mark One. And then later on, you see another one. You're like, what the fuck? This one has armor on. Like, it's covering up its chest. Oh, this is the thing I did to the Mark Two. And then you see another one. It has even more armor on. You're like, what the fuck? And then there's a fourth one. And it has a jetpack. <laughs> it's yeah. going around. And you get a note. He said, I added jetpacks. <laughs> it's like it's so good. Because, like, you, you see the enemies first, and then you see the note after. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's what he did to these guys. Yeah. Now, because those guys, you know what those guys remind? They remind me of the Silent Hill enemies yeah. a little bit because of their rigid uh, body armor and like their 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 hands that they have for like that kind of stuff too. And yeah, I, I can see where where you're coming from with that for sure. Yeah, especially with like the, your first encounter is literally it sitting on the. On, it's very like if you remember the Resident Evil Four Regenerator. Um, there's one that's like sitting in like the uh, the, the cryogenic oh, room, you. and I you go grab the thing, and then it comes in. Right? Yeah. They do the same thing here, where like you have to walk past, it, you have to look at it, you grab the item, and yeah. then it wakes up. It's like Psst. love it. Yeah, yeah. You know you have to go through it, and that's what I love about this game. It's like you you're gonna have fears, and you have to face your fears. Um, but yeah, that's why Heisenberg's castles are are factory technically is number number two on my spot, and then finally uh, Benavito. Oh my god. It's short. It's yeah, really short actually. Short. I think it's like it is very short. A 10 15 minute actual like you know encounter depending on how long it takes for you to do the puzzle. Yeah. But man, I was getting old school Silent Hill vibes. I was getting PT vibes. Yes. Outlast like it felt like they definitely looked at a lot of these things and Kind of figured out like what people really saw in those in stuff like PT and stuff like Outlast, and kind of just like made, put their own spin on it, uh, and made it feel very Resident Evil. And I wouldn't mind a whole game where you don't even have a gun at this point. Like, just give me a game where there's no shooting and stuff like that, and you're constantly just moving around. Castle, uh, Castlevania. If Capcom did something like that, I would I would buy it. 100%. That'd be a perfect be Resident VR Evil. game. Resident Evil VR That'd game. Be a perfect VR game. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I would love to play that scene in VR. That would be amazing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we've already said it here. Uh, Baby comes in. Ethan Winters is dead. Rosemary, I think, baby fetus comes in and just starts like yeah. chasing you. It has noises. 
it says yeah. stuff like da da and like you oh, yeah. you yeah. hear it as you're running away from it. On you the hear ground. the sliminess of the fucking of the ground. You know what I mean? Oh. There's a part where you have to hide under the bed and you see the hands move and you're like, oh fuck! I think it was the one of the first. I didn't, this is a big mechanic in Outlast where you have to like hide under beds and like yeah. inside lockers and stuff. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt as terrified in that game as I felt during that scene. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is nightmare fuel. And then you had to kind of get out and run away from it. Uh, or even the elevator thing where you open the elevator and yeah. it's you see it coming up and then you look behind you, it's right there. So you're like, fuck, I gotta go around. Again, I, I don't like the, the, the idea of like just the map being a giant circle for that reason. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was done well enough because there, there's certain parts that become literally pitch black at that point. Yeah, and with the idea that there might be a roaming uh, was a uh, mannequin running around. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying, and that's what I want in a game. I want as as somebody who plays all these horror games. At some point, these games just become like you don't really care anymore. Like these monsters don't mean shit. It's that constant elevation of fear that I really strive for with these games, and that game gave me a fucking terrifying feeling the whole time. Or that that castle gave me a terrifying feeling the whole time. The dolls, uh, dolls are okay, but yeah, definitely the the initial yeah. part to that was really good. I will say it is if you don't find that doll right away, you do get attacked by dolls. <laughs> I think you oh, can't. Yeah. And you oh can, yeah, you, you know, can, I, I died uh, once. Oh, I've died. Yeah, that was like, oh, this is not cool. I don't like that. That's not fun. Yeah, because an easy I it was like, okay, I found all of them, and then yeah. yeah, I thought. And plus, what I did also notice is that the doll that you had to find is in random places too yeah mm -hmm. so it's not it's always in the same place yeah it's different every single time because i watched somebody else play that same same scene and the first doll was not where my first doll was mm. it was in a completely different room and uh yeah i thought it was like where i was walking the dolls would chase you but yeah it's just the time limit yeah. you have a time limit. yeah but the, the music ramps up a little bit and then yeah know, yeah 100 plus yeah, you, can't, you... you can't heal yourself so like no. this is if you hit it once, uh, yeah, too, you could just look around. There's like blood stains and stuff on the wall and stuff like that to kind of guide you where, where yeah. it went this time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that part was really cool as well. But yeah, uh, yeah that's my rankings for the castle. Um, yeah. Overall, I thought the houses were well done. I thought, you know, they were creative. I understand they are just universal monsters at the end of the day, but I do like the, the spin they put on it to kind of keep it realistic within the Resident Evil universe. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's move on to. Our next talking point, which is going to be gameplay. Um, what do we think of, like, you know, just the overall gameplay of the game, how the gunplay, the bosses, you know, uh, the upgrades, the inventory system. There's a lot in this game. Like, there is uh, tons of stuff to do um, in the same vein as how Resident Evil 4 had, where you have treasures, you have upgrades for guns, you have hidden guns, you have all this kind of um, mini bosses, all that. Mario, what do you what do you kind of what are you thinking about the gameplay here? Overall, I think the gunplay is a lot of fun. There are definitely times early on when you don't have upgraded items, it does get a little frustrating, especially when it comes to like the fire rate of something like the shotgun. Oh boy, it takes a while to like cock for that next shot unless you don't have it upgraded. Um, but once you upgrade that gun, I, I forgot what the name of the gun is, but I got the one that has like the circle barrel and like just ready to go. Like, like WAC, I think it has like 50 yeah, shots in it. I'm just like, okay, I'm fine. Like I'm just, dun, 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 dun. yeah, yeah, I'm just straight like, unloaded by that point. So it's automatic. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, cause the other one's like bolt action, right? Yeah. Like, like the early on one, like, uh, 
pump action. Yeah. Pump action. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think by the time you get to that, yeah, to that gun, I'm just like, I'm having fun. Just finally, like enough shots um i did have like one major issue yesterday which was weird which was for some reason i couldn't swap to the gun that feels the most broken is actually the grenade launcher to me because for some reason mm. there are aspects of it that either it oh just my God. it won't reload and again i'm playing on controller keyboard might be different i'm not sure what the input was but for some reason it just wouldn't reload when i wanted it to like fucking reload press the button yes. or switch the ammo this, you I'm know what like, you know what the problem with that is that you have to ads then reload mm -hmm. Ugh, yep, that's ads do. first then hit yeah. the button it, it doesn't tell you mechanic. that it, it doesn't tell you that. mechanic it, yeah. shouldn't, it shouldn't work like that yeah. and that is also the only way to switch ammo as well if you have yes. ads and then switch ammo as well. which it sucks is it because when you shoot it, it immediately says reload with like a thing on there and i'm like okay yeah. i'm pressing the button and so that yeah. you know learning that is a pain in the pain in the ass but uh once you get past it that's fine but otherwise yeah i i have fun i love the magnum magnum's a lot of fun I've upgraded all my pistols for the most part. Um, I will say I think that the money system forces you to play the game in a way where you have to play a lot or really definitely make sure you have all those collectibles, you know, combined and everything or whatever. But I know that you could sell guns, but if you sell guns, that means you have to buy them back later if you really want them. And you don't need it. You don't need it. If you get a better shotgun, you know, extra $200,000 I know, the but upgrades you put on it. It's pretty nice. No, totally. But I also, but then again, I start getting attached to my shotgun because then that, because I've already upgraded it. So, right. So now I have to spend even more money to upgrade the other thing. So it's like some things are annoying, but uh, my pro tip, if you're watching, I mean, I know you're too, kind of far already into it, but just, you know, if you really like a gun, upgrade that sucker all the way through, and then it's uh, you have infinite ammo for the next go around if you, um, you know, want to play it. But, uh, but do you have to keep it? You have to. Well, if, well, what if, if you, you sell it? If you sell it, probably rebuy it's, it and it'll have. The but thing. it has the price of what it is now. Like it'll have yeah. like way overpriced than what it was originally when you could have got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, if you keep it, you keep it. But if you sell yeah. it, then you have to pay that exorbitant price. So again, it's all up to you if you decide if you want to play it. To me, that's the stuff where I'm like, I didn't, I don't enjoy it as much. No. Uh, especially it's the RE4 way where you can get these guns again if you play through the game and get the mods for it. But like, if you sell them early, then you're yeah. going to have to obviously do the work to get them back again yeah which you know it, it's 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 fine um but yeah uh there's those are the things that I, I dislike the cash system i'm totally fine i know people really wanted the box but i'm like i don't think you need the box in this game the upgrading to the bigger caches or cache um is totally fine i i have no always problem. get that first yeah, yeah always buy shit. upgrades yeah yeah because i i ran into the bolt action sniper mm -hmm. couldn't pick it up i was like fuck yeah what am i gonna do yep and then i just went through the entire area and then i came all the way back up as like okay i bought the thing and then now right, let's do it now yeah 100 so that yeah for for that i'm just like just make sure you get that taken care of but otherwise gameplay is fun the actual guns a lot of them are fun i do want to unlock more of them um, but otherwise I could give her less or on the upgrades or how to buy them. I'm just, I didn't care so much for that. Oh, we even talk about the Duke, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Harv, um, what do you think about the gunplay and upgrade system and all gunplay, that? Gunplay, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Same thing with Mario with the reload of the, of, of the grenade launcher. Like, I don't understand why yeah, that's a I, thing. It's, it's so like, weird. Why? I've never had that in a game before, mm -hmm. but it, yeah. Um, but I think the gameplay is awesome in this game. The way that all the guns feel, they all feel different. They all feel very distinct, which is awesome. Uh, the upgrade system, I'm in the same boat, really, because like when you're upgrading these guns, 
it feels like you're doing something, and then once you get the new gun, you feel like you're taking a step backwards. And you're like, okay, well, let's start this upgrade again. It isn't a step backwards, though, because if you look at the stats, they are as good or better than what you had before. But it just feels like you're taking a step backwards because yeah. it's a yeah. new gun. It, I can tell you right now from my experience, every gun upgrade that you get through the Duke is better than your fully, uh, like, close to or better than fully upgraded version of what you had before it. Yeah. Um, so if you look at like, the power, for example, um, of, like, the shotgun you get and upgraded by the time you get to the next shotgun that you can buy, you'll yeah. see that, like, the base shotgun is damage is better than a yeah, fully upgraded damage. That's. I think they're going for that because they want you mm -hmm. to upgrade to the next weapon instead of like, yeah. I'm one of those guys when I hit, when I have one of these kind of games, when I have something that's fully upgraded, I'll never go to the next thing because mm -hmm. I like this weapon. It's fully upgraded. It does more damage than us. Yeah, like fits a your play weapon. style at a certain point, you know? Exactly, right? Like, you, that, that's how you play the game. So, like, I'm glad they, they kind of make you do that. But, like, doesn't, the, like, the last... Got like the last pistol look like a Mac 10 to anybody else. <laughs> it's it's a, like a machine it's a gun. scorpion, so yeah. it's supposed to be full. There's versions of the scorpion that are obviously semi automatic, but no, yeah, it should be like a, a fully automatic gun, which is why when I bought it, I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, the shotgun, thought, the last shotgun looks like an AK 47U. Yeah, it's a, it's a Psyche like, 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love I love the Psyche the 12s are so cool, dude, with the little drum mag on it. Oh. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. But uh, no, I, I think the I think the upgrade system, they probably, it's the best I feel that they could do, honestly, with this. Yeah. For um, a game like that. Yeah, I feel like the, they, they did what they needed to do for it. Because that was just kind of me to spend money on something. Because I was getting so much money. There is just so much currency in this game. They're just fucking throwing it around at you. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, well, I got to use this somewhere, right? Yeah, I got to use this thing somewhere. We're balling. Like, Dude, like, at least if you go for the treasures and, like, go for, kill all the mini bosses, you, you come out of that game, even after fully upgrading most things, like, by the end of the game, like, with, like, almost 400,000 fucking pesos by the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking sitting there with like big ass axes in your pocket and just going to the Duke and be like, here you go. Give here, me 20, here, 25 grand for this. <laughs> $25,000, please. And then I would go back and fight more of them. Like, yeah. I'm getting all this money, bro. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I know I really like the gameplay. The, uh, the upgrades are what they are, what they are. The I, I, am, I am kind of on the fence about having a cash. I like the cash system a lot. In the old Resident Evil games, because it forces you to be more, it forces you to like think about what you want to take with you when you go through the game. Yeah, and this way it's like I I feel like I didn't never ran into space problems after that first initial gun that you pick up. The, yeah, the bolt action. Never, never ran into any more space issues whatsoever. I think I came out with like twenty spaces left. By the end of it, right? And yeah, they never I, have stuff for you to really pick up other than like obviously like the like the the hunting stuff, like the meat and all that. But, but that, that's uh, yeah, the it doesn't meat take up much. And the, that's two slots. Your weapon, your your ammo's two slots. Your heals are two slots. It's the guns that really take up most of the spots. Yeah, but if you have a big attaché, it doesn't really matter at that point. So I kind of wish that they brought back the the cash system, but. I understand it. I understand why they didn't. I mean, Resident Evil Seven didn't have it, so why would they bring it into this way though, too? Right? No, wait. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil Seven did have it. They had a it had a version of it. Yeah, they had the cash. Yeah, same there, kind right? of system as this, but like obviously more smaller scaled. Yeah. 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 
But yeah, but yeah. I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, I thought this gameplay was satisfying. It was fun. And it is probably one of the biggest things that I miss not playing this about this game. Like right now is because like I love getting headshots. I like just how the guns feel. Oh, uh, headshots and the, the like sounds. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. The, the sound sounds of like dude, one of the most satisfying sounds is you upgrading these weapons. It just sounds oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Shooting the Magnum for the first time was like, oh yeah. 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 See, seeing the big life. creature stagger and I'm like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I mean, I, I I love the gunplay. I thought the gunplay was amazing um, for what it was. I do like the the more slowed down feel that Ethan has um, in comparison to someone like Chris who feels like they're barreling through everybody with their automatic weapon. It kind of feels like you have to kind of like think critically when you're kind of moving around as Ethan as to like if I'm backing up, is there a wall and am I going to get cornered? Um, when to actually like block use your block attack or just kite them instead um the gunplay was really fun in terms of just like getting headshots too like you said just exploding people's heads was really cool especially with the the sound that they used in it um i'm just trying to think of like the other stuff too because the there was the the food upgrades as well which i th i don't really like it's my least favorite to be thing. honest it's my least it was favorite. all right it was cool to have like small little incremental upgrades you can do to ethan himself whereas like you have i i upgraded my blocking damage all the way so if i ever get into a situation where i needed to block i just like block and nobody could really do much damage to me and then of course the health upgrades as well um but like the 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 fish the fishing and stuff is so missable it's so like miserable. I start. I, I had to first double I back so much to find these fucking fish. I sold chicken to the Duke, not understanding that because oh. yeah. that was an option. Thing. It wasn't an option yet, and then it showed up, and I'm like, "You could have told yeah. me or something." I read yeah, the, I well. I read the description. The description tells you like it makes like a recipe or something like that. That's why oh. I was like, "Oh, probably." Okay, I'm not gonna sell yeah, I probably should have read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to read. Fucking nerds. As we read every single yeah. fucking note that's yeah. in everywhere. Yeah. Cold calculating these notes with like a magnifying glass. Like how does this how does this connect to the other Resident Evil games? Yeah. yeah. I need to know. <laughs> There's recipes in this game. What? Yeah. Why did recipe. Chris kill Mia? I need to know. Yeah. yeah. I did like the upgrade system. I did like that there were uh upgrades that you find within the world itself. So like if you put the effort in and like actually like took down like one of the big ass mini bosses that you get rewarded in a very good way. Um, I don't like that they were for guns that are very sellable later on, because uh, it felt like, oh, I took out this big boss for this fucking shotgun grip, but literally 10 minutes later, they're going to give me a brand new shotgun. It's like, oh, come on, man. Um, yeah, the upgrading was hit or miss. I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah, it's hit or yeah, miss. It, just at least when they gave you the upgrades, it was very hit and miss. Um, yeah. Especially since you can max out a gun at a certain point, and then like you have to wait until the next story beat for the Duke to be like, hey, we have some new stuff for you. Yeah. Um, what are you buying? What are you buying? What, one of the best Easter eggs of, that, yeah. of this was when he says, what are you buying? A friend used to say that, and I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes me really wonder what's going on within this Resident Evil universe. Because well, we're gonna... right now we have Umbrella, yeah, which is gone. We have Neo, like, not Neo Umbrella, which is another organization. Um, you have Chris Redfield's Umbrella, and then you have like the Connection, which is like Ada Wong's people, yeah. And then you have whoever the fuck these merchants are. <laughs> I have a theory that maybe they're just like 
since these monsters have been around for so long, apparently, that maybe they're just like old school monster hunters or some shit, but they can't do it themselves, so they're aiding other people. There's that. I've heard that uh, the Duke is potentially another lord that is just disenfranchised, or he's disenfranchised because his customer base is being destroyed because of everything that's happening. Like I've heard of that. Um, you know, there's a sigil that's in his uh, uh, of an owl that could mean something later. And to be honest, if it's true that we are going to get a Resident Evil 4 remake, then maybe we're going to learn a little bit more if they decide to flesh that out, because we're going to see the merchant again very shortly. Mm-hmm. I, at least a new version of him, maybe, and we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, or he could even, you know, whatever uh, a Dukeism. <laughs> Dukeism? Do we do we do we just make him like really kind of like just chilling out you instead know? of just like standing there like a weirdo? He's like hunched yeah. over. It's like I have a, at people. I have a friend that loves to live deliciously. <laughs> just, oh, you know, there you go. There you go. You know, okay. know, something, something fun like that would be yeah. really cool. But yeah, um, I don't know. yeah. Uh, so bosses i know uh, we have some thoughts on the bosses um just to lay it out here we have lady D- uh, demetresk's uh, dragon monster we have benavito's kind of um maze which just it's kind of a boss battle but not really because yeah. you're just progressing to beat it um you have heisenberg's uh <laughs> mech attack it turns into fucking metal, like two Metal Gears fighting each other. Oh man, uh, that was so fucked up. Yeah. yeah, and then you have Mother Miranda's Spider Monster. Uh, you have, and then Monroe. I forgot about Monroe's uh, fish, fish, fish form. Yeah. Um, and then you have a few mini bosses. You have a uh, very uh, hairy werewolf man with a big hammer. Big old Hagrid. Yeah. Giant, naked. How to basic with uh, other giant hammer? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They have them um, too. There's there's a few mini bosses and stuff like that. But what do we generally? What do we think about like you know kind of the boss fights that we saw in the game? If I get, if I can go first, I will say that I, I I think that the boss fights were for the fundamentally the most part were actually not that interesting because they're all very samey and very one note. There wasn't one that I'm like, oh, that sticks out to me the most because it literally is just shoot the glowy bit or shoot the human part or that. Like, they're all the same. There's nothing to me that's intrinsically different. The closest maybe Heisenberg because it switches up near the end. But again, it ends with just shoot him a bunch more. <laughs> so <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I just think that the boss fights probably, if I had to be very critical in the game, to me, they're the weakest element of the game so far. Other than it's like they have different things, like different skill sets. Like the Lady D one is probably one where like, oh, if you're going to really go with the sniper, there's that part where she just sits out there floating and she's you just shoot the sniper at a bunch of a bunch of shots or Benavito, like you said, is very barely a boss fight. It's more of like a time battle to like find the doll. Um, time attack. Time attack. And again, and Monroe again is very much like shoot him until he decides to get on top of the building and spray shit everywhere. Like again, I think they out of all the all the like Resident Evil boss fights that I've ever fought, I to me they never like crossed the barrier with me. Like I, I enjoy Jack Baker stuff, and a lot of his shit's annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my two cents on those specific monsters. One of the one of the my favorite things about the Lady Demetrius fight is the lore that comes with it. Sure, I yeah. like bosses that talk during yeah. fights. Yeah, me too. That give you something about them while you're fighting them. 
and give you little tidbits of why they're doing what they're doing or what their motivations are and or like what like what what's happened to them to drive them to this i guess that's all three of the same things but yeah um that's why i liked her fight a lot uh monroe's fight is completely forgettable to me i thought that fight was stupid (laughs) yeah uh just like that entire area um the yeah like you guys said the the benavido's house was not really a boss fight it's more like a time attack is you're just trying to stab the doll three times the magic number yes Uh, and then i don't know what the fuck happened with heisenberg's thing i don't know what like we just started flying i just started flying around and i was just like this uh, apparently eth is a superhero now like he can just land right on top of the the thing that he's shooting and then just like shoots i don't know it was it was very weird very weird (laughs) but yeah the boss fights weren't great they Mm. weren't great um but i think they end capped pretty good areas like in in like in the end i think the areas were really good and the the boss fights even if they lacked the areas made up for that yeah heisenberg becomes my favorite only because he has the best line in the game oh yeah it's just i'm gonna murder that boulder punching asshole yeah (laughs) so good good. it's like how does he know well he has he has the the boulder punching he has the board where he has chris's face so he might know his history and i'm like i don't know how he knows about it but yeah do you think Chris Redfield just tells everybody? One hundred percent. Or do you think like all the, all the, like the the enemy types of like the Resident Evil like canon like have a meeting every now and again? Just like, did you know Chris Redfield fucking punched a boulder? <laughs> there against was a- Albert Wesker. <laughs> like he's just sitting there. He's sitting there with a drink. He's like, there was a boulder one day. I was yeah. in my way. <laughs> yeah. Sheva was hanging from a from a thing, and I we, we know that shit out of a boulder. Yeah, we know that Chris Redfield <laughs> likes to hang out in bars, so he's definitely told that bar story once or twice. Oh yeah, just drunk out from Resident Evil Six. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you guys say. Um, I thought the bosses were very there. I mean, I always love to fight a giant boss, but sure. at the end of the day, it's really kind of just the same formula: find the glowy bit, shoot the glowy bit until they go down. Yeah. That's it. Demetrescu would probably felt really cool because there was different phases to it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it was still just shooter until eventually yeah, like, she, she was the only one that had phases. Yeah, right. Everybody else was kind of rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Yeah, right. Hers actually had phases where like she, you just like you would hit her, she would come back after a call, and she would destroy the shit that's, that's above you. Yeah, so you had nowhere to really hide. And then once you did that, you had to go to the top, and then that little phase started, and then you actually killed her. Yeah. There was a, a lot of layers to it. It was the closest I felt to playing Skyrim again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks very, it looks very Skyrim. You're right. Yeah, I guess yeah. I've never played Skyrim. So oh, you know. fight a dragon. Oh, I, That's how you fight a dragon. <laughs> so you fight a dragon in Skyrim. You fucking shoot but, it down with arrows. Yeah. But yeah, like it's it like that one felt because like one rose and everybody's just felt the same over and over and over. You're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Either they get aggressive or they don't, or like aggressor, aggression is the only thing that changes. I feel. Yeah. You know what would have been really cool now that I think about it? If this game, instead of giving you more modern weaponry, gave you a bow and arrow, gave you a fucking stone hatchet, like gave you some very medieval, yeah. like old school weaponry. Actual silver that would, bullets. That you can upgrade to like, you can have like an automatic bow or some shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. then towards the end of the game, obviously, start giving you more modern day stuff. Yeah, how does how does Ethan find all these goddamn weapons? He's 
keeps him in his pocket booty hole. Like, just like, this guy's walking around with a fucking it's sniper rifle. It's two podcasts that we got pocket booty holes. <laughs> the pocket booty hole. He's got, he's got a sniper rifle. He's got, like, three shotguns in his pocket. Like, the, the Lady Demetrius just have a fucking sniper rifle sitting in her attic? I think she does. Yeah, I think straight where up. You find it. That's where you find it. You find it, find it, it. The fucking, just randomly sitting in the castle. Yeah, I just guess Lady Demetrius one day is just like, I'm just going to shoot some people yeah. from the top. I believe of the it. I believe it. I don't or wanna... that, you, it might even have been Heisenberg. She, Maybe Heisenberg up there just taking pot shots at people. She has a high advantage point. She's not spying at her because she wants the. Or even Miranda, right? Because he wants to try to kill Miranda the entire time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the one of the coolest things, uh, one of the best things they added back to one the one thing I want to say about gameplay is I'm so happy they added the red and the blue, uh, uh, things on the map for the rooms. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's oh, yeah. so many missable areas in this game. Yeah, I'm so, so many. And I'm so happy they did that. Yeah. One thing I don't like are the crystals that are fucking random, like just random in places. Like, yeah, that pisses me off because yeah. I'm because like, some of them don't glow. Like what the fuck? Some of them don't glow. Wanna... And yeah, um, and some of them are very missable. Like, yeah. very, like almost too missable. Like there's a, there's a, there's a degree of missable you have to do. Like like if you walk into a door, look up, and then be like, okay, there there's one right there because that's when you see it when you come back. Yeah. But like some of these are just like, no one's gonna fucking find this. Yeah. I'm surprised I even found it. Dude, tell me about it. There's 20 of those goddamn lamp lamp, uh, lamp things. And I've only shot seven of them. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought I've been everywhere. Where the hell yeah. are you hiding these damn things? Oh, some it, of them are in really weird spots. Like, yeah. Benavito has one that's, like, on the side of the house. You have to, like, walk around. And it's, like, in like, that I found. under a thing in the garden. Yeah, that I found, yeah. Because I, yeah. I was exploring the area before I went in the house. There was um, the, the the house with, like, the, the guitar or the yeah. loot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you have to get. Mm-hmm. And there's a crystal in there that doesn't glow. Mm-hmm. Fucking drove me crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Where is this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Same. then on the, on the topic of the of the little lambs, they make a sound, right? They do it's make like a, sound. a little wooden sound. Yeah. However, whoever did this at Capcom, Capcom, find this person in your staff. Whoever made the sound of the wind chimes, the same as the lambs, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there is like the church. By the church. If you go to church. the church area where you see the first picture of Lady Demetrest, yes, or all the other people, you hear the the sound. Yeah, yeah. And in the building there is one around, but you take it out, and then you still hear the sound. You're like, am I missing something here? Like, yeah. I, I ran around that thing like forty fucking times, so I realized this. So I walked up to this wind chime, and I'm like, oh, it's the wind chime. <laughs> like, Shoot the wind fucks. chime. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Though, though that, that brings us up to like treasures. Um, I know you're playing through. You're doing more of the treasure stuff on your second yes. round, Mario. But uh, you know, what do you what do you kind of think? There's some cool. Like, like there's the whole, treasures. There's whole stuff that I did not even do that is awesome because like I missed it entirely, which is means that there's so much more to explore in this world that I didn't know about. Like there's a whole. If you go back to the area where uh, you're putting the flasks in. And then there's the mm-hmm. bridge that leads you to the area that mm-hmm. goes to Heisenberg. There is a bridge that you can boat. that you can go down with the boat, 
And then, oh you, my god, yeah, yeah. You take the yep. boat, and then it takes you to like a whole other area to a familiar place. Both sides, both, both sides. sides, both sides. There's a familiar place that you go to as well, which I was like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you, there's like a cool underground part where you get some more treasure, or you get pieces to a gun, or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I would have never thought to come back here. And the fact that this exists for only this reason, after you reach a certain point where you get a crank or a well uh, thing, I'm like, oh, this is genius. So this is great. And then there's a stuff like if you go back to benavitos uh when you go back to that grave area you see that there's something missing that is clearly something you could put there so then when you find it and you go back you're 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 you get a whole nother boss fight that you had no of a creature that i had no idea was in the goddamn game which is a hairless version i assume of uh the haggard motherfuckers and yeah. i was like what the fuck and then i i think i stumbled upon the second one which was the meat packing house Yes, so the, I thought that was an area you had to go to. I thought it was a story no. area, and then I got in there, and I'm like, "This is just a mini boss fight." Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing here. Cool. There's a bunch of shit in there. Just, yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. Just like there's a bunch of free meat. ammo. There's a bunch there's of meat. A whole, there's a treasure in there. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I think those are some cool stuff that you can discover along the way. The other thing is those fucking uh, wolves, but not wolves. Whatever You're the talking fuck. about the, the big dudes, right? Yeah. The big, the, the lion wolves. The lion wolves, yeah. like with faces, like, some really to, creepy grin. Yeah. If you go to, because uh, there's one in the village, right? Yes, the one that opened the door to Monroe, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's one uh, when you go up to um, the Benavides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that one is a special boss because you get achievement for killing that one. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's that, like the 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 boss of all bosses for that type. For that type, yeah. And then there's another yeah. one by Benavito's house. I want to say um, that you can. Find, I think I, I, I thought there was only three. But that is the yeah, second one. Be that would be the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, it was a cool fight because I exhausted every bullet that I possibly had, and then finally I made like two um, magnum bullets and just like fuck this, fuck this, pop just em. pop them. I killed um, one of them with a knife. That's awesome. I don't know how I did it. I, I figured out the way to like cheese its its movement. So like I would knife it and then it would do its attack, but then I would dodge it and then knife it in the ass again. I just kept doing that for like twenty minutes. It takes a really long time on hardcore. No, it's a I, really long time on hardcore to do it. I bet but it's, it can be done. But yeah, I I, I I love the little discoverability of things. The only thing that I don't enjoy, and it's because you, it's annoying because it's so early on that you see it, is the wealth shit. Because then it just means that I can't open it for a very long time until you get yeah. to the, you know, I think out of Demi Trust is when you finally get to do it. No. There, I, and there is there is that kind of, it's annoying as shit, but at least yeah. they give you a good reason as to why it's because those things have, like, treasures for items that you find later on yeah. like there's one by Demetrusk's castle as soon as you come out yeah and then once you, you can't go past out. it you can't come back to it so then when you get the crank you're like well fuck how am i supposed to get to that yeah. and you realize oh the boat you need the, the 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 wheel to get on the boat to get to that area to then get that thing and then it gives you what you need yes it's like, oh it's actually really clever and good yeah that's correct uh harf what do you think Oh, which sorry, I don't even remember what we're talking about. We're I think talking we about treasures and stuff. I think we. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was gonna say okay. the mini bosses and stuff. Yeah, I think I outlined it every bosses. single one of them. That's why I was like, oh shit. Yeah. No, honestly, I I thought the mini boss encounters were a lot of fun. Uh, how they were all laid out and it made you backtrack, which is one something that I like. Yeah. It made you backtrack into places where you were already you already were, and then you're like, okay, what 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 else could be here? And then a whole slew of new stuff is just kind of kind of there, right? Mm-hmm. And um. I really, really enjoyed that. And like, you can literally miss weapons. 
if you don't go everywhere. Because I think exactly. the Magnum is the same thing. I think you yeah. can miss the Magnum if you, you can don't miss the Magnum it up. from Monroe's place. Because Monroe yeah. has the Magnum off to like a little area. Yeah. And there's that first Magnum. I don't. I haven't. I haven't played the playthrough again, but I don't know where the Rocket Magnum is from Resident Evil Seven, because it's in the game, and it's supposed to be like the because every ga- every gun kind of has a upgraded version of it, and there is a Rocket. There is like I think the, you could the, buy the, it. The, the, I think you, you just buy the, it. The Magnum from RE Seven. I think it's just buyable. I didn't see it in the in the inventory thing. I'll have to look into it again. But like you could miss the GL too if you don't pick up if you yeah, don't you open miss the grenade launcher. Yeah, you could you could miss that yeah. too. So yeah, like, you absolutely can. Yeah, so it's 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 they reward you for exploration in that game, and honestly, I loved exploring that game. I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. Just going around in the boat and just looking for different areas because there are different puzzles that you have to also do right, and it's it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And just them fleshing out the world was really really nice. It was really really cool. Um, but honestly, man, I <laughs> I I think I hate the last boss with a fiery passion in this game. <laughs> Go off. I think it is, this one. It is so poorly done, in my opinion. Like this, like it, it. It's one of those bosses where either you get like if you're on hardcore, you get hooped if you don't have enough shit. Like you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You're literally yeah. screwed. Because we had two different experiences here. Because yeah. I just. I did the 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 Resident Evil meta, which is upgrade the Magnum all the way, save all my bolts for the final boss. Final boss comes, just blast her with everything that I that I've been saving up, and then she was kind of dead. Yeah, my mine was just like I was struggling. The struggle was real with this boss, and like the thing is, like I wouldn't have that big a deal if like at least some sort of health things dropped. That mm. would be cool, right? That would that would be awesome. But like the only thing that drops is ammo, and it's very scarce ammo at that. And yeah, I, I I did not like the last boss at all, but that I think kind of goes in line with a lot of the bosses in this game. But yeah. honestly, uh, the mini bosses, the, the reward for me for mini bosses was like what you get afterwards, and that's I think that was one of the most satisfying things. Yeah. Yeah. Before we I'm like, a little I- disappointed that you didn't RPG any bosses in this game. Like I, you, I think RE7 True. doesn't even do the RPG thing, right? It's just like no, Ethan no. just doesn't get the cool hey. Use this, and this is like a fucking RPG that just blows. Oh yeah. Up. No, no, <laughs> there's you don't. no, there's no cool Resident Evil. Hey, moment where does this fucking come from? <laughs> where does fucking thing come from? Which I actually, before we before we close out, dude, I wanted to bring up one last thing that was that kind of came out with the Resident Evil stuff. Does our he does Final Rocket uh, Heisenberg technically, but he uses he has to like climb back into the thing and yeah. then shoot the Final Rocket to kill him. So yep, he gets fair. that. Then he gets his heart taken out of his chest. And then he gets his heart taken out. I did want to, before you totally end the show, really, what do you guys think about Miranda and the, her whole deal? I mean, me? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah, yeah. Couldn't care us. I mean, I'll be, I'll be real with you. I just fucked her up and that was it. I was really kind of more going to mention that, like, her as a character Peter was supposed to be in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As a kind of, like, helper, but they kind of, like, nixed her halfway through. And I feel like that would have been a perfect moment right there to be like, Hey, here's some assistance, and she was supposed to like throw you items and stuff like that throughout the game and stuff like that, like to kind of be your. Walker. I hope it was throughout the game. You just walk in and you're just like, "Hey, Ada's here." <laughs> the last like yeah. two minutes what of the, the game. Fuck? Well, she was wearing. So she was. Wearing, she would be wearing like this giant plague doctor outfit. Yeah. And she would have like a crossbow. It looks so fucking cool. That, yeah. But they nixed like, cool. it due to like some story. Because Ethan's not really part of the Resident Evil universe. His his only connection to the Resident Evil universe as a whole is Chris. Yeah. Other than that, he's kind of more of like a sign lined civilian character. 
What? Okay, so before, or do you want to do the boss? Or you already, you already went through your bosses, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I spent Miranda as a character. Okay. As a, like, did did she? Yeah, register she, anything to you? No, she was just very un, like to me. I understand her motives, yeah. but she didn't have much time to shine by the end of the game for me to really kind of because there wasn't enough scared or give a shit. Never yeah, shit there at was all. Not enough of her. They, they, I feel like they need to sprinkle her more throughout the game. Like, do a Sephiroth thing for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Sprinkle mm-hmm. her around the game and show us what she's up to or what she wants to do and all that kind of stuff. I, I would love to know what her powers are, to be honest. With I you. don't understand like, I don't her powers either. Yeah. I would have loved if she was the girl that you meet up and that the father dies. Yeah. If she was throughout the game that she she was hiding in places and you had to like keep interacting with her and she kept feeding you things and telling you where to go in certain aspects. Yeah. That would have been interesting because then it would have led into her character as a misleading person because that's what she does in the very beginning of the game when she pretend by the way, spoilers for Chris Redfield doesn't kill Mia. Mia's very much alive. She's just trapped in a dungeon somewhere. Uh yeah. it's fucking She's Miranda. Four out of 10, though, She's still a four out of ten. It ends up being Miranda. Miranda's also the hag, which was a cool I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Cause she fucking kills a guy, it disappears and the hag's there. I'm like Aha, you bitch. Uh, I agree yeah. with you, Mario, though. That would yeah. have been a really cool moment with if she was like the the the, the character that you meet early on. Yeah. Um, I do want to one thing up to Harv while we're here, too. Harv, yeah. uh, in the beginning scene of Resident Evil, I noticed, noticed this is the first time around, which kind of it's kind of a either a giveaway to the what's actually going on or a kind of like um, foreshadowing of the game. But uh, in the beginning of the game, uh, if you remember, you go into the village and there is a old guy in a house, right? Yeah. And he gives you a pistol. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that old guy gets fucking killed, right? You go down to the, you get pushed down into the basement by a monster and you see all these dead bodies. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things I found kind of weird and I had no explanation for it. I don't think anybody really talked about it was that the body that falls because there's a body that falls afterward, right? That's Ethan. It's literally Ethan's face, his care color. He's wearing it's Ethan, but with wearing that guy's outfit, which I don't. It, there's no payoff to it, and I don't get so why they put this it in a there. legit thing. Yes, it's his model. I, 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 I so took we, a, we I, don't know I who his face looks like. I'll, I'll send it to you after the show, or we can put it up here. Uh, I had I'd send it tomorrow the other day, but it, yeah. it's a picture of Ethan. Uh, with his model kind of up, and then there's the picture of the guy on the on who's dead, and it's literally one to one the same exact character model. Interesting. Yeah. So that that's also what I want. I, one thing I want to talk talk to you guys about is the big twist. Ethan being dead the entire time makes sense, right? right? From Resident <laughs> Evil Seven, he's just a normal guy. That's the thing. Like he was a normal guy who got involved and got killed. And unfortunately, he's just another. It, it's a unique way of looking at the Resident Evil universe because he's not a Leon, like you said, Mara. He's not a Chris. He's not any of these characters. He's just a normal guy who went to go save his wife, got fucking killed, and now he's just kind of. He has special powers, but they they haven't really kind of manifested yet. Well, his is special powers special? is to fucking get killed a lot and yeah. not die. Like that's his well, Jack Baker Te- Technically, he is dead. Technically, he is no, dead. no. Yeah, yeah. Time. I bet. Like, yeah. Get his hand cut off and then put back on somehow. And we're just oh, supposed it, to accept yeah. that. Exactly. Okay. And then oh, in God. this game, which he makes gets, sense. Well, hold on. In this game, he gets his arm and jacket cut off. Yeah. He pours some shit on it, and the jacket is fine too. 
So you it's like just thought it was whatever shit they had. Like, what the fuck is? This like, how did shit? you? Yeah. So in logic to the to be, twist, it makes sense now. But yeah, yeah. I just want them to be like the board meeting. How do we? How do we pay? How do we like talk about the magic juice? You know what? Just tell everybody he's been dead for a while. The magic juice will just make sense. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because he saw Baker do it to him, right? And then uh, it's now apparent that this game kind of maybe had all this other kind of maybe not the whole village part but at least the story beats as to who ethan is and what's going on in terms of like the uh uh mega my seat uh hive mind idea yeah um with evelyn and everything there's it's still kind of confusing of how ethan wasn't controlled by evelyn or anything like that i think he's just kind of his own free spirit yeah he but at least you now know somehow. jack knew at the time that he is now a molded as well yeah, at some aspect of that, which was cool. I like. I think that's all interesting and, and and cool. I mean, I like the fact that because it doesn't make sense, right? If you play this game and if you play it a second time, it does not fucking make sense how that man's moving around because he gets stabbed in the leg, he gets hung by his hands at one point, he gets ripped through. Yeah, he he gets some eat- juice on it. He's fine. He gets eaten by everything. Like in cutscene, not even like in you accidentally get bitten by something, mm-hmm. which usually in my mind with, of the game, it's like, oh, it happens, but it's you're not really infected. It's like just a, a you know, um, what is what, what a loot of narrative kind of thing or just, a, you know, it is what it is. But in story, he gets destroyed, like stabbed to death, like all these things that doesn't make sense of why he's still moving. But when yeah. you make it in the context of like, well, it's because he's dead and that he's healing because he's a molded thing. And I'm like, OK. I just wish that like all this like because I love the part where in the scene where he looks at his hands and his hands back and I'm like oh cool I actually would have liked it if his hand grew back in the other half of the game but it's still gone it just came out like fucking Deadpool just started, hand, started a baby hand something you know I don't know like something I was like he's more <laughs> accepting to his, his whatever his fate yeah. is uh, because he clearly is like oh, fuck I'm going I'm going down with the ship with everything else because I don't feel so yeah. good or I'm is he or is he as we should talk yeah. about but but yeah yeah reminds me of um. Uh, Bruce Willis, Sixth Sense. That's what everybody reminded me of. He's been dead the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get to the kind of closing final thoughts here. Mia fucked um, that guy. And as well as kind of talk about the ending of the game. So uh, just to kind of summarize the ending here. Ethan fights Miranda. Um, Mother Miranda. He, Mother Miranda. Um after finally, after realizing from the Duke that he has been kind of dead the whole time, uh, he's been a molded this whole time, and he, his body's starting to break down. You start to see, like, you know, cr- his skin starting to turn gray and crumbled, kind of like how uh, the Bakers looked at looked once you killed them. Uh, and he fights Miranda. He gets Rose back. He uh, what? At I should probably mention that Chris also like is turtleneck Chris also went in and found the mega my seat like heart i guess and planted a bomb on it with a knife <laughs> yeah with a knife he just like fucking <laughs> like throwing knives a fucking bomb to a giant mega my seat heart no. and then um they realized that the bsaa is also here which is confusing because before this you kind of know that chris redfield is part of the bsaa so you're like what the fuck is going on here um you Ethan fights Miranda, walks out with Rose, meets up with Chris, and Chris is like, we gotta go, man, you know, you know, Chris is really trying to save this man, but Ethan gives him Rose, and he gives him the jacket, takes the detonator, walks right into the, the last parts of the Mega My Seat, as I believe Miranda is coming back again, 
like he was she wasn't really dead but she's kind of like you know turning into super mutant levels of sure of uh things and then he explodes himself as mia rose and chris are flying out with chris giving the final words of the bsa are using bio bio um bio yeah. weapons as soldiers see a body uh, we need yeah. to go to europe to to stop them and then scene ends i'll uh let's kind of talk about that first yeah what do, we, what do we think about that ending do you think do you think by the end at least ethan was a little bit more redeemed what are our thoughts i mean i i was already there for the journey so it was totally fine like i like i said i i, I was there for the journey when when i knew from the jump that chris was shoot killing mia and i'm like why i wanted to know why and when i got my answer i ultimately at the end of the day i was satisfied i was satisfied with what they gave me uh, the fact that it wasn't exactly you know up up in the up and up and chris wasn't actually a bad guy i perfectly think i got my my resolve there and his even like chris's remorse at the end of it all i i enjoyed now the whole chris redfield bssa shit is so confusing especially if you played the end of seven and he has the a blue umbrella logo but mm-hmm. then me and you, we went back and forth till like four o'clock one day just for trying to figure shit out. He's like part yeah. of a squad that is in the uh, BSSA, but not really. really? He's like like a, like, a, like a splinter squad. And- yeah, but like this. But now the BSSA is like has like dead people, like actual zombies, which was cool. It looked exactly like the old zombies uh, as soldiers. So it's like that's getting money. But at the same time, like, all right, at least that's a direction they could go. We'll see where yeah, that leads. I- Maybe the idea is to do more of old, like kind of a middle ground between old school Resident Evil and new school Resident Evil with maybe some more characters now that they finished Ethan's story. Yeah. Uh, Harv, what did you think of the ending? I was fine with it. I was, um, I was under the impression that Ethan was going to, was not going to make it through it anyways. Mm-hmm. After we learned that he was dead the entire time. Yeah, I just figured that he can't leave this place now. Like he, he's not going anywhere. He's gonna die where he's where, where that was gonna be. Um, the more intriguing thing is I like so during the ending, I really loved Chris's section. I think that was an awesome section to have, and seeing Chris having so much emotion in this game, of like seeing him like even when the Monroe shit was happening, seeing his emotion at that particular moment. And then, and then when you actually go fight Heisenberg, and seeing that, and then you see him at the very end, uh, him just like hitting like the wall of like the, the helicopter and be like, he he did that to, so he so we could get out kind of type thing. It was good to see that because like you can see some character progression or character growth. Everybody has character growth in this game except the main character. Everybody yeah. has character growth. Even me, which is somehow. cool. She goes from a four out of ten to a five out of ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey man, that that RE engine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the RE engine, right? They gave her some more pores. Oh, yeah, Lord. Um, but the the whole BSSA stuff, I just don't even understand that shit. So until like somebody gives me a TLDR, I even I even watched a three hour video on Resident Evil lore of like all the Resident Evils, and by the time we got to five, I was like, what the fuck is going on? If you have man? the tragedy of Ethan Winters DLC, there is a, yes. a there's a document that does explain things way better. But okay. you have to give it's you, more give reading. You a quick TLDR. It's After seven, Chris was just like, "You guys are weird," and then created his own group. And the BSAA kind of know that he's like being weirded out by them. So, 
Yeah. He, they, they're kind of like, they're at kind of odds a little bit, but they're not necessarily broken up, I guess. I think the, the, the main questions I have now, the main <laughs> thing I want to see, Mario, you're going to say something? I was going to say Chris Redfield's starting <laughs> Outer Haven. <laughs> he's, he's starting his own Outer Haven. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I, I'm very intrigued to see is where they go from here. Exactly. What I think we're going back do, to normal Resident Evil. What they do with nine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I I like they have these two parallel things happening with four, with with like two, three, four, and then with seven, eight, and then nine. I really want to play as the daughter. As Rosemary. Sure. But I don't know how that would work in a Resident Evil game. Because she has a lot of powers. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what her po- the extent of her power is. Because yeah. uh, she seems really strong. But then again, we've, we have characters like that within the universe, right? They're kind of more sideline characters. Though. You have Sherry, Sherry Birkin, who at this well, point... That's what I mean. Like, I'm talking about the main kid. character. Like, like, you play through the game. Right? Yeah, we like have Sher- you play a Sherry in six. Yeah. Oh, and six. Okay, six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we have these. We have superpowered characters within yeah, the universe. You have, Jake, kid. You have uh, yeah. Cherry. Uh, now you have uh, Rose Winters. You know all these other characters, like basically kind of mutated people fighting for good. Yeah, um, because they said the father's story is done. So I'm guessing we're gonna go to the daughter now. When it comes to Resident Evil Nine, I mean, why would you introduce her older? You know, I mean, it's curious of how they're going to go about it. And again, I'm curious if it is a time skip because who knows? Maybe that person just aged dramatically. Like, it'd be weird, but it could happen. But yeah, because oh, because well, because Chris. Well, we know that Chris Redfield's around because that would be also kind of interesting. But yeah, I like, don't I would have played a game with just Chris. Redfield is it a too. yeah? Is it spoilers for Wandavision? Is it a Wandavision situation where they just age dramatically? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah oh, I'd love the, to see more of the original cast kind of show up again. Like, I give me too. another Leon game. I think he's, his time is now. <laughs> I, I will say Resident Evil Two. I will say it's I do years. I do love Resident Evil in the sense that things could move on to other people, like it kind of did. Even though we keep circling back to the same four people, I did like the fact that Ethan Winter in Ethan Winters was a new protagonist, a new thing, a new thing going forward. And if they were going to do that continuously, I, 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 I would enjoy that. If we're going to remake stuff, then yeah, of course I get to revisit all my old friends. But again, who knows? I, I'm, I'm open to anything at this point. You got me with seven, even though I didn't play it first. I watched Frank play it first. I played it literally this year for the first time. Me too. I, did, I played it for the first time this year. Yeah. And then this, I was like gung ho for it, even though I was a scaredy bitch the whole time. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. And I played it on my, my PS5. It looked fantastic. I had a great time. So... I was happy to be my first like next gen game, even though there's a PS4 version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we played it on. I at least I played it on PC. I still think ray tracing in that game is a fucking meme. I think <laughs> it only works in like two scenes, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. I'd rather have the extra FPS boost at this point. Sure. Um, yeah, I play. I played it on PC as well. It ran really well for for yeah. for the card that I have. So I was really happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, any kind of closing thoughts or anything like that before we head out of here? I'm excited for more Resident Evil. Give me more Resident Evil. I'm going to watch that cartoon that's going to come out on Netflix. Um, I'm going to watch, the, obviously, the movie and the other television show that they have. What about Wesker's Kids that's coming out? So oh, yeah. give me more. All those people. Yeah, just give me more. I'm excited to see how this uh, progresses and whatever comes next year. Give me the VR version. Really excited for Resident Evil uh, VR. That's going to be fun. 
And uh, yeah, I think the future for the future is not only for Resident Evil, the, re- the future for Capcom, Capcom is never been brighter. Every game, yeah. I want to, sp- I want to specify this. Every game since the launch of Seven, because that's as far as back my memory goes. Uh, well, uh, you know, Super, what was it? Uh, Street Fighters Five, but people had problems with that. Since Seven, they have knocked it out of the park. DMC Five, you know, uh, the, the the Resident Evil remakes. This, you know, like knocked it out of the park. Perfect releases in terms of game. I don't have to worry about patches being broken. No. Incredible. Yeah, they. I don't think I've ever encountered a glitch in DMC Five or even. I honestly like. I know there's some people who encounter some glitches in RE Eight. I did not encounter one. I never yeah. had one part of the game that was broken. I never had anything happen. I literally went through that game and it was 100% perfect. Yeah. And it's something you do not see in the industry today. And then of course the RE engine. Oh my god, the RE oh, engine. The RE engine is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, like, so this is probably good. one of the best engines that I've seen a game company have <laughs> out of a lot of people. Like especially if you're making a game this size as well. It's 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 crazy. The only time I had a problem was when I first launched the game. It crashed on me. Other than that, it never had. It never gave me any problems after that. I think about it. Did it crash on me the first time I played it? Like for like, it's like I, it was like start the and then it yeah, like the start, yeah. 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 I think it did crashed. the same yeah. thing for me. Now that I think about it, yeah. When the I only, start game, it crashed. The only issue I ever had was a character got clipped into the world, and then I just shot him and he died. That's it. And then I got a treasure. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. Yeah. But, that's one uh, instance out of two playthroughs. I am so excited to see where this, this series goes. Give me more in this story. Give me more of the remakes. Fucking go. Let's go. I'm in. Yep. Let's go. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I need more Resident Evil. They can't. They literally cannot put more enough Resident Evil out. Um, We're all playing Reverse, right, guys? Yeah, no. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, they're, they're really good single-player experiences, but their multiplayer is... <laughs> Capcom, just stop. Okay, stop. Stop Stop trying to shoehorn multiplayer into into Resident Evil. Does not work as a multiplayer game. However, I will say, if they made another outbreak, I would probably buy the actual shit out of that. (laughs) It doesn't work as a PvP multiplayer, is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Um, But yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't wait to see the future of Resident Evil. And I thank you guys for coming in. Uh, talking, talking your Resident Evil shit. I'm glad you both really like the game because this is a series I really hold near and dear to me. I love every single one of these games, and you know to see my friends finally start to get into it, especially you, Harv, because I know you you just started with seven, right? I uh, know I've, I've I've played the old oh, Resident God. Evil games. I played Have one, you? two, three, and four. Oh, okay. And so I played a little know. bit of five. Yeah, so I, I haven't played six. The thing is, I had never played well, seven up until now. Got it. Okay. That's what I it thought was. you started with seven. Uh, no, no. I, I've played one, two, three, and four. Uh, and four, I, I think I'm looking at it with rose tinted glasses right now because I don't know how it plays now. And I like I'm uh, very intrigued to see how this remake's gonna be. I had fun with it. I played it not oh. that I played last year and I had a, I had good fun with it, to be honest. Yeah, um, I played it like three months ago. It's it, it still holds up. There's still yeah. go- there's still I, I'm goofy for, shit I'm, in it, but it's still goofy that's fun. Yeah, I'm excited for when it comes out with the remake. But like two was one of my favorite games. In the last couple of years, yeah, because that remake they fucking nailed that remake. Yeah, it did. Two was such two was such a good game when it first came out, and then this game came out, and I was like, oh my god, this is what I want out of Resident Evil. This is everything that I want from a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I played them, but Seven was like my first uh, run into like this first person 
thing because this game came out in 2017, and I just played it this year, getting it re- getting ready for uh, for uh, Resident Evil 8, and yeah. that yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm a, yeah, that's great, man. That's great. Well, thank you all for watching. I hope uh, we gave a very good idea of what we thought of Resident Evil 8. Uh, but yeah, uh, you let's do some plugs. Harv, where can we find you, man? Uh, you can find me at Beard and the Hair on everywhere, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Patreon, and then you can find me on YouTube at Beard and the Hair Gaming, uh, where I'm putting up uh, videos of all different kinds of things. My next video that's going to be coming out is going to be about Resident Evil 8, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be about Resident Evil 8 and about like their transition into like this whole first-person thing. And yeah, and I'm going to be doing a little review on Resident Evil 8, kind of reiterating what I've talked about here. Just in a shorter sure. way. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. And uh, Mario, where could they? Uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me, obviously, at Point in Progress, where I run the board and have so much fun with all my friends. Uh, but you can also find me at my new podcast slash show uh, on my YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash That Mario Vera. It is called Halo Forever, where I get to talk about Halo <laughs> and all the fun things. And it's a little uh, baby needler. Yeah. There you go. Okay, what the fuck? Those, yeah. Have you ever seen Master Chief hold one of them motherfuckers? They're like, nah, man. This big, they're like huge. <laughs> this shit. is like this is, this is the training wheels one. This is the training <laughs> wheels one. This is the training <laughs> this is the wheels the one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can find Halo Forever on audio podcast and also at my YouTube channel. So definitely check that. Oh out. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you $6. can find me at Point in Progress where I shoot the shit with these other two very beautiful gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Twitch at Kestrel One A where I talk my shit, and you can find me at. Uh, so is it Twitch? Yeah. No, Twitch is where I will be streaming Resident Evil Deadly Aim. Oh, no. I won't. I won't. <laughs> good luck finding that game, for one. And two, good luck finding a light gun for that game. Fair enough. Uh, but uh, you can find me at Twitter, at Kestrel again, where I talk my shit. I give my spicy takes almost every single day at this point now. Um, but thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for the support at for Point in Progress and everything. I know we've gotten some... Uh, a good amount of subscribers in the last few days and you know we really appreciate it and i hope you guys have a good rest of your day bye or do we do the progress has been made you can oh fuck progress has been made